What day is it? Hello and welcome to What Day Is It? Welcome back. You alright? You alright, Ben? Yeah, I'm good this week. Feel good. Feel fresh. You didn't just hit your arm. Um, I just smacked my arm <laughs> moments before we started recording. <laughs> the funny bone, so if you get a lot of laughter, you'll know why. Yeah. What day is it today? It is well, po- Poetry Day. Poetry Day, not Poultry Day. <laughs> which, I've been, which I've been thinking that you've been saying that for the past yeah. few months, Well. Should we do World Poultry Day? It's that, it's that l- luscious northeastern accent, isn't I've it? I've been uh, prepping nice chicken recipes. <laughs> I've, looking I've, at game birds. I've just been looking at corn chicken nuggets. Yeah. Love them. You had them yesterday. Beautiful. Yeah, no, I had, I had corn chicken nuggets. It's, yeah, wouldn't know any difference. Revelation, aren't they? Game changer. Yeah, why well, would you go back to normal ones? Yeah. And they're cheap as well. Very cheap. Viva la revolution. Like cheap, cheap, bird cheap. <laughs> cheap, cheap, bird cheap. <laughs> and that brings us back to Will Poultry Day. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good one to do. Are you fairly excited? Yeah, I've uh, prepped some stuff, written some poems. Quite, it's quite a wide subject, isn't it? So obviously, to condense it within half an hour, yeah, is uh, it was a challenge, but I'm sure we'll do it. So we'll speak a little bit about what is World Poetry Day. Do you- so yeah, it's it's a UN recognised day. So unlike, oh, another one, very another much one. like World Television Day. It was yeah, we've 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 hit the jackpot. So it's <laughs> uh, it was declared by UNESCO, which is the United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organisation. Jesus, say that after a drink. <laughs> Try saying that when you've got a short tongue, Christ. <laughs> is that what you uh, have, by the way? What a short tongue. Is that not what it's called? A lisp. What? <laughs> You've got a smaller tongue. Than Is that what causes a lisp? I don't know. I just no. Surely tongue, that doesn't it? make sense because if you That's had a small, you shorter it. tongue, then you wouldn't be lisping, would you? It's World Poetry Day, and I'll, I'll take the piss out of Will. Do I wear? Take the piss out of Will. Well, no, it's not short tongue. Will short tongue Lewis is uh, sorry. F- about to ca- about to carry on. <laughs> World Poetry Day. <laughs> so yeah, it was declared by UNESCO in 1999. Uh, purpose was to promote the reading, writing, publishing and teaching of poetry throughout the world and to give fresh recognition and impetus to national, regional and national poetry movements. So it's essentially to push something. By 1999, I think they were worried that it was becoming a bit outdated and poetry maybe wasn't getting the, the limelight that should. I can see that. So I think that was what it is. And to try and just encourage the teachings of it. And I think it is important for, for young kids to learn it. It's certainly something that I didn't appreciate until I was a bit older. Do you think it's an art that's dying out, or? Well, you don't tend to, um, you, you know, people who write books, but you don't really tend to, you know, you know, old like literary people, like authors, who then have a go at poet poetry. But you don't tend to hear of anyone who just literally makes their living off just poetry. Right? Obviously, yeah. that's not got a backing track to it. Yeah. Uh, not lyrics, just generally just a, a like reciting poetry. You don't you don't really meet anyone, or no one's that famous. In this day and age, I've, not, I've never met any young poets. I've met writers, I've met actors, I've met. You never meet someone who goes, "Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a poet." One, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Are you, have you just called yourself a poet? Well, you know, the Sunderland Shakespeare, but we'll get onto that later. Okay. Sunderland Shakespeare. The Bard of Sunderland. <laughs> it's because he got a paddling pool and called it the Globe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sunderland Shakespeare. <laughs> You're not. You're just a wet daft bastard in a paddling pool. <laughs> Yeah, lads, probably off us a bit. <laughs> no, he's got. He's going to reveal later on why he is called the Sunderland Shakespeare. Uh, he's travelled the world all the way to Australia and back. The banana farmer. 
the uh, yeah the, the, the teachings of the Macam. <laughs> teachings of the Macam. I'm, I'm known in the wider circles. But you are you are I'm right. An, I'm an underground poet. <laughs> yeah, underground. Is that just not known? <laughs> no one knows. Yet. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you, you're right. You don't meet anyone really. Um, who turns around and I, I do I went I did a course and there was actually someone on there who makes a living off doing but he might not make a living off it he probably works in Tesco part time but the rest of his time he's doing jazz poetry oh right I thought you meant all his poems bars. were about I don't know <laughs> chilled meats <laughs> and the semi skim dial yeah. that's something that I'd read to be fair but yeah the he, uh, first time I met him he did say I'm, I'm, a, I'm a poet and I was like, oh, right. Like, and he proved it. Oh, my God, he proved it. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> horrible when someone does that, though. Oh, you're a comedian. Tell us a joke. <laughs> you're supposed to be a comedian. Not very funny, though, are Supposed to be. Wow. That's also a joke that says quite often. People say quite often. You're not quite funny. <laughs> you're not, you're not quite funny. a poet. No. Very um, funny. But, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm a, well, I'm, I'm a footballer, right? Are you? Are you? Footballer slash poet. Never been nutmegged. Never been, never been nutmegged. So basically, when you, someone says, when you think of poets, what's your ideology straight, what do you go and you think of straight away? Uh, I probably think of Shakespeare with sonnets. Yeah. yeah. Just because of the, what I've been learning about the last few years and whatever. Um, then I, Probably second start is John Cooper Clark. Yeah. I, so John Cooper Clark, the thing that got me into it. But I, I was going to say that I think in my mind that the that, the ideology of a poet for me is someone who, from the 17th century, who's got sort of uh, Shakespearean language involved and and William Blake kind of thing. Yeah, like someone who's like. Yeah, a very cultured man who obviously has travelled all around Europe and he's reciting these poems and he's quite well read. But, like I say, it's moved on completely, hasn't it? And like you were saying there, John Cooper Clark's the thing that really... He's the only connection between my interest in, in poetry and that world, if you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, okay. So he's, he, he's the, literally the only like poet that I really know about. Yeah. He's there's something quite mystical about him with his hair, the glasses, the smoking. He he is that modern day version of what you were describing. Well, he was a Rolling Stone rock and roll man, but with just poems basically. Yeah. Well, he was yeah he was a, a rock star for the music, wasn't it? Yeah, and, and obviously he had to find a way to try and sell poems, well try and sell himself whilst reading poems. Uh, in a, in, a, in a way that he could obviously make money from it because it is, it is how do you make money from poems I know you can sell your poetry but as soon as you, as soon as you read your poem that's it people can write it down poetry is there to be yeah, it's yeah. so short the people performing of it yeah I mean I think that's why a lot of people put music behind it we, we, we hinted at it between ourselves earlier about music and I think that is probably the most modern form of poet now music do you not think it tarnishes it a bit though it doesn't need it. poetry. I mean, obviously, if it's a it's an intended like lyric that's meant to be with a, with an audio, then that's no, that, fine. That's, that, like that's what I mean. I think I think the reason maybe poetry's passed like gone away in the last hundred years. You've put lyrics to music. You never really used to do that, did you? No. And I think that was why poetry is big. But now you put lyric like when you listen to music, especially like you know you got bands nowadays like Art Monkeys. It's very lyrical. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, the, the music I listen to is. 
barely any lyrics. No, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I think so maybe that's, that's the true poetry. Robotic poetry. <laughs> maybe that's why poetry isn't like kind of as big as it, it used to be because you, you know when you had Beethoven there was no lyrics so people used to put it on the side. Just so we people have a bit of a sense of who we're talking about, do you want to play one of the John Cooper Clark's poems? Yeah, we will do, yeah. Yeah. You can do that for you very easily. You give me the horrors, too bad to be true. All of my tomorrows are lousy cause of you. You put the shat in shatter, put the pain in Spain. Your germs are splattered about, your face is just a stain. You're certainly no raver, commonly known as a drag. Do us all a favour, here, wear this polythene back. You're like a dose of scabies, I've got you under my skin. You make life a fairy tale, grim. People mention murder the moment you arrive. I'd consider killing you if I thought you were alive. What I like about that as well is it's the performance of it. It's not just the words and the imagination that it conjures up. It's the meaning that he puts behind every line. And it's almost, it's an actor. It's how an actor would perform it. Well, how's he managed to incorporate him chewing his gum into his poem there. Crazy, just, yeah. Just chewing the gum and then going grim. Yeah. It's just all part of it. And he, and he, he must, he, that's, he's, he's not just underground to finish John Cooper Clark. Now I know that everyone knows him, but I mean, I got into him when I was 15, but there is a lot, I mean, he's been on eight out of 10 Cats Does Countdown. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? He's, he's, he's not that far of being quite mainstream or appreciated sure. well, as someone in, who's in, in the 70s and that. In the 70s, he was supporting the likes of the Sex Pistols. He was their warm-up act and stuff like that. And you, you can understand so, why. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. he's got a meaning behind what he's saying. I know obviously that's a bit of a fun one, twat. But even his Mallorca one, just yeah. summing up working class holidays. Um, but yeah, no, he, he's like obviously the initial sort of where I got into like, I wouldn't say I mean, I was into poetry, but that's that's what I consider he, poetry. Same, I think we were all the same. I think he was the real first one we got into, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. He um, has that aura about him and it is the poet of the, of the modern sort of era. Yeah, yeah, you are right. I mean, for the first... For me, the first sort of everyone's initial, everyone's initial sort of um, idea of poems is nursery rhymes, isn't it? Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. So you when you when you first you don't realise it's poetry, but you do. You and you know when no one knows. Well, they know where they're from, but when you just say them when you're younger, I mean, a lot of them are controversial. Do you know about this? Uh, yeah, there's on. a few out there that have touched a few nerves, but, isn't there? There is, but then... I, thought, I was wondering what that sentence was going to end yeah, It's anyway. either that they're very backwards... And that sharpest, didn't they? <laughs> touched a few nerves. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Touched a few nerves. He's <laughs> gone on John Cooper Clark. <laughs> but yeah, there's uh, these, um, dark origins to a lot of them. But... Uh, so, for example, Goosey Goosey Gander is a... Uh, is a ba- he's got this backstory of religious persecution... And also, you've got Mary Mary, quite contrary. Do you remember this one? I do remember yep. that one, yeah. Um, so, Joe can relate to this one. Oh. So, so Mary a, Mary... A, that's a worrying one. <laughs> Mary Mary, quite contrary. How does your garden grow? With cockle shells and silver bells and pretty maids all in a row. So, actually, the meaning behind this is, contrary is one way to describe a murderous psychopath. I don't know how I relate. No? 
I bet that murderous psychopath put baked beans in Tupperware as well, you weirdo. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how I relate, because oh. I'm not a psychopath. Okay, no. Well, you, well really, it's, it's implying about... That's exactly what a psychopath would say. Yeah. I'm not a psychopath. Well, Queen Mary I of England, who killed a lot of uh, Protestants because she was mad on that Catholicism. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, Little Tupperware, least. beans in a Tupperware box in Catholicism, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I'd have thought you'd know that one anyway. Uh, Ring of Roses was about uh, bubonic plague. Plague, yeah. It was, yeah. Wasn't Barbar Black Sheep racist? Well, (laughs) is it? I don't know, I swear like... Yeah, it did. It did 2004, I think. It got recognised as being something you can't say in in schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and I think it's got a darker meaning behind it. They're all all outdated, aren't they? But these nursery rhymes, they're the simple... that's, That's basically simple... English into where we were younger of teaching us that words rhyme. Is it not? That's like the first sort of. Yeah. I mean, some kids now. Never, never thought of it that way. Nursery rhymes are a form of education, the, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, because it's the first time you sort of you you are rhyme a rhyming scheme within a within a paragraph. But I mean, most kids now can rap Nicki Minaj at the age of two, <laughs> so I don't think it really matters. <laughs> so recently there was a piece of software. AI software that got fed thousands of images paired with human written descriptions and poems. This taught the algorithm associations between images and text. It also learned patterns of imagery, rhymes, and other language that can make up a believable poem, as well as have certain colours or images relate to emotions and metaphors. Once the AI was trained, it was then given an image and tasked with a writing, po- writing a poem that was o- only relevant to the picture, but also read like a poem instead of algorithmic nonsense. So do you want to hear some of the poems that it came up so with? So this is, this is just a, te- a software, right, software poet? Yeah, so this is just a piece of AI um, that was fed a load of information with all different images, fed loads of poems, and it is now able to replicate what a poem might sound like if a human right. would write it. And it was actually so convincing that um, when it was put in front of a panel, uh, and they had a control group, so they put in front of this panel some human written poems and some AI ones. They could always distinguish who were the human ones for definite, but they weren't always sure who were the, who, which poems were written by AI. So yeah. let's go. Okay, so... Right, I'm looking forward to this. The technology manual. The sun is a beautiful thing. In silence is drawn. Between the trees, only the beginning of light. It's quite an intense stare at the end as well, by Joe, isn't it? So that's, that's, that's generated that from general AI. Yeah, <laughs> so that is AI that created that. And obviously this is a select one that worked. <laughs> One that necessarily isn't so convincing is I am a coal truck by a broken heart. I have no sound. The sound of my heart, I am not. <laughs> what are you saying? That's like, that's, you're saying that's crap. <laughs> well, that was AI. Yeah, AI made that. So that was, this is just a, a machine. Yeah, I mean, I that one doesn't really make much sense. It doesn't, but I quite like it. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> my I favourite bit is, it well as well. I am not. <laughs> Wow. But that's not... You've heard poems like that, though, haven't you? That's an existential crisis in a poem. That's expressive jazz. (laughs) (laughs) I actually love that one. It's quite good. What's the the first word's coal truck? Yeah. I am a coal truck. I thought it said cold truck. (laughs) I thought, oh, hidden meaning. I am a warm lorry. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> the English PhD people will be going nuts over that one. Lukewarm. Lukewarm. <laughs> I'm a, what do you think? I'm are a you, lukewarm vehicle. Are you worried though that AI might take over podcasting? They might be able to create. Tell you what, I can take your space. Sorry. What? Ouch. <laughs> well, he's, to be fair, I'll, he's a robot anyway. <laughs> we just get a poly, polygon. <laughs> a polygon. A polygon sat here with you two cracking jokes. <laughs> well, I mean, are you sort of wrecked? So, because if you think that. I mean, a poem's quite a personal... I mean, to rhyme something isn't probably that intelligent, would you say? A robot... You, you wouldn't be surprised if a robot could rhyme something. Yeah, no, absolutely. My Siri rhymed um, direction with erection. I wouldn't be like... <laughs> and Google's AI... They... I'm, I'm worried about the, the first rhymes that are popping at the OS. They're direction and erection. <laughs> I, think, I think it probably comes from one direction and erection. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Say Malik... <laughs> Absolute heartthrob. Speaking of um, John Cooper Clark, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, we've touched on his twat uh, poem. Said, said with venom, quite the poet there. Twat. Such a good <laughs> word. It's a lovely word. You soppy twat. It's a very British word. He's a very British poet. Uh, I've got Haiku by him, which so obviously I think have we got a few poems ourselves? We have, yeah. Do you yeah. want to? Uh, I can read out here what Haiku is as well. So, so yeah. Haiku is a three-lined poem. Uh, it has seventeen syllables in, and the structure it should take is five syllables for the first line, seven syllables for the second line, and five syllables for the third line. And I should mention. It's like being in I, school again, isn't it? <laughs> Mr. Lomax, you would on. never get me as a teacher. Oh my god, there'd be a lot of failed kids there <laughs> smoking indoors in 2019. Pass the cans, lads. <laughs> still pull that juice box down. Yeah. Is, there any, is there any Stella in that Ribena? Has anyone got any chuddy? <laughs> got any chuddy, lad? Got it bright enough for everyone? Who's lit me astray? <laughs> Snapping pencils. <laughs> Come on, then yeah, so he's uh, and the rule of the haiku, uh, it doesn't have to rhyme. It doesn't. Ha- it tends not to have similes and metaphors in as well. It's very blunt, isn't it? It's quite blunt, but I think that's the, the way you have to do it. It just guides you down there anyway. So John Cooper Clarks, he was asked to do a haiku, and his version of it is to convey one's mood in seventeen syllables is very difficult. It's just unbelievable. It's so unbelievable. good. So that's obviously that set the bar. Let's see if you can do any better. So come on then. Let's let's hear Mr. Lomax's IQs. So I've got one for the podcast. It's again blunt. So it's oh what day is it? An informative podcast. You big soppy twat. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, the favourite bits, uh, the, the informative. Yeah. I think. Where, <laughs> that was where, the biggest joke of all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, that took me many goals to work out how many syllables were informative. <laughs> lost, lost, lost hands. I've, uh, I've, I lost, I was like, how many fingers have I got? Is that why for the past week I've been talking to you, just been looking at me, but counting on your hands? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you had some kind of. Having some kind but of counting flick. my bank balance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that much. <laughs> and uh, I've done, I've, I mean, if you've got. I've got one, we'll go, we can even go, go around, around again. Go around. Yeah. So this is a What Day Is It podcast um, haiku. So we sit, talk, amble. The topic just an excuse. Friendship recorded. 
That's more of a Japanese haiku. I also like the, the friendship bit. That's a bit of a line, it. Well, that was the biggest joke in, in yeah. there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ben had the informative bit. I had the friendship bit. <laughs> Go for it, will you? Uh, I haven't got any haikus. Because, oh. I'm, I, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a sonnet man. The sun and Shakespeare. But we'll we'll get, get there. We, yeah, we'll I've back got, round I've, again. I've got a I have got a haiku. It's just I've... a bit shit, to be honest. So I'm going to leave it. <laughs> so I've got a haiku for both Will and Joe. Oh, lovely. So I'll go for Joe's first. So it's Joe's a psychopath. Keeps his beans in Tupperware. Will he kill us all? <laughs> <laughs> Question mark. Yes. I've also got uh, young William Shakespeare. I've got Will's haiku here. So, Will, an- ants in his pants, hates being called a Jordan. Stop banging the table! <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Well, funnily enough, I have written one about Will as well. Oh, here we go. Within a haiku, I can still insult our Will. Sunderland is shit. <laughs> no comment. I'm not even going to rise to the bit. So, uh, me and Shakespeare have got quite a lot of comment, actually. Okay. Yeah, so he was born on the 23rd of April, I was born on the 23rd of August. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. For some reason, I forgot your birthday then. And I was like, oh, they share the same birthday. Maybe that's a good fact. No, no, no. It's just the day. Yeah, and April and August begin with A. Wow. You're right. That is impressive. He died on his You like cucumber. Shakespeare loved cucumber. Yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm only worried because every birthday that comes up now, I'm worried I'm going to... You're going to die. Yeah. So if I don't, there you go. Anyway, fingers crossed. It might be my, my, my <laughs> it might be by my hand. Yeah. Yeah, the psychopath. <laughs> so um, so this is Will's. So it's actually sonnet. He won't he won't want one hundred fifty four sonnet. So we're gonna call this sonnet one five five because I'm sure it would have been a, a good one for him to finish on. Okay. It's based on sonnet eighteen as well, which is his best, which is most famous sonnet. So uh, should we go? Yeah, yeah. So this is Will's yeah. sonnet. Shall I compare the podcast to a summer's day? As bright as Joe's hair glimmering in the sun, how beautiful copper bollocks is, no one can truly say. But for all the stick we give him, it's just a bit of fun. On the topic of Joe, let's turn to Ben, the man whose hat will never leave his head. For he does his research once, and then never again, after all he'd rather record it in his bed. But let's not forget Will and his luscious locks, the glue that holds them together, the rock of the lot, continuously turning up with holes in his socks. Could he be without the other two? Definitely not. So as long as men can breathe, or eyes can see, so long lives what dear podcast, so long lives us three. I think I might cry. It's good, that, mate. I can't really take the piss out of that. <laughs> ben is crying. <laughs> and my heart's just fell off my head. <laughs> so is something still shit, you wanker? I mean, yes, but you are. <laughs> so for people who don't know a sonnet there, the sonnet is 14 lines. It's got three verses of four lines, then two. But it's got a structure where you've got A, B, A, B, C, D, C, D, E-F-E-F-G-G so you can't use the same rhyme and couplet twice so every so you've essentially got two lines and then two does that make sense? Yeah 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 Don't know how to describe it over this No no it's hard when you when like I know when I first heard it it is hard to uh, understand it with the A A B A A B C D so you can't so what is it you can't repeat the same So yeah so so there when I've done Summer's Day and then Truly Say 
once you've done that kind of rhyme, you can't do it again. Yeah. But it's obviously a line in between that, so you do four. And also, it's, it tends to be a love poem as well. So it tends to be a compassion and love, which is which is truly, and I truly mean it. <laughs> One of the first forms of poetry that I learned of was a limerick. I was surprised when I was talking to a few people. A lot of people don't know what a limerick is. Really? Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I, I, like, I know what... I've heard of a, of a limerick, but you need to explain the So a, a limerick's a short poem. Uh, it tends to be quite crude as well. A little mm. bit rude, a little bit silly. It has two longer sentences that rhyme. So it's A-A that rhyme, and then it has two shorter sentences, that rhyme BB, and then, and then the last one, which is a bit longer, rhymes with the first two. Yeah. So an example is, uh, there was once a young man from Devizes who had balls of different sizes. One was so small it wasn't a ball at all, and the other one was so big it won prizes. That's great, yeah, yeah. So stuff like that. So I've actually, I think me and Joe have prepared one. Yes. Yeah. Well, I wrote a haiku for Will, so now I've written a limerick for Ben. Very nice. Funny that we've uh, gone for the, the beanie hat as a uh, oh really have we a genre you know you, you make it your own mate you there like was a once a man with a beanie hat owner of a mouth that much shit did chat he spoketh dead slow which annoyed the great man Joe cause his brain must be the size of a gnat <laughs> <laughs> fucking gnat <laughs> the best talk that was the no great... no no not a nut a gnat you don't know what a gnat is do you it's, it's the you've only got a small brain is that why Oh, this is really... Yeah, this, is, <laughs> this is great, isn't it? Oh, also, this, is, this was a test whether your brain was small or big. <laughs> what, no, we remember what a nat, a nat is. Yeah, G-N-A-T. G-N-A-T? Yeah. Um, you know what? I don't know what a nat is. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what a ganat is, yeah? <laughs> Thank God you make me read it out. Ganat. Ganat. <laughs> imagine. Uh, no, I like that one. What's a nat? It's like a little insect. A tiny little insect. Do you know this? Yeah, I knew that. Truthfully? Truthfully, it's actually Shakespeare. It. Shakespeare used to use the word nat as well for something small. All right, yeah, we can all remember stuff, can't we? Yeah. <laughs> I'll pluck up a bit of Byron, shall I? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah and, go on. Try and get your dick hard. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like how you call yourself the great man. Think a lot of yourself, do you? Oh, yeah. It just it helps with the um, syllables. My uh, poem has got both of in. So I, go, I I heard someone say that the podcast is sick, but they thought that Ben was a bit of a dick and that Joe's a nasty man with a hidden plan, but he's actually just got a small prick. Lots <laughs> <laughs> of words. Hi, cool. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sullen's still shit, you twat. It's almost like you knew I was going to like, insult in, uh, Sutherland. Yeah, I know. I had that prepared and ready. Yeah, always has a limerick back top. <laughs> just so, you, someone tries to rob him in London. I'm going to limerick. <laughs> what do you mean on shit, um, sonnets? You attack sonnets. them with literature, don't you, mate? Don't yeah, worry about it. For, not... for, get attacked, they hit them with a dictionary. <laughs> Big bloody dictionary. No, very, very good effort. Sorry about that, bro. I feel bad now. Not quite size of a gnat, but... <laughs> a I, thought a like gnat. I thought it was the Borat thing. <laughs> what? Gnat. <laughs> I'd say one of my... I said John Cooper Clark got me into it, but, like, everyone knows that rap is poetry. Yeah. Is it not? Yeah, I agree. So you've got... But... 
they can be good examples. So, for example, I'm going to read out a song here or read out some lyrics from Cappadonna from Wu Tang Clan. Okay. And yeah, get ready to sit back because you're going to feel the heat. <laughs> <laughs> Spitting bars, Lomac. <laughs> he goes, I bomb atomically. Socrates' philosophies and hypotheses can't define how I'd be dropping these. Mockeries lyrically perform armed robbery. Flee with the lottery, possibly they spotted me. Battle-scarred shogun, explosion with my pen hits tremendous. Ultraviolet shine, blind forensics. I mean, that's just heat, isn't it? Is it is fantastic, That's that. unreal. But, I, you've also got the flip side. Now, Dr. Dre, I'm not, I know he's, he's done what he's done. He's, he's, he's the culture, isn't it? Yeah. But, he, this is Dr. Dre with his comeback song, I Need a Doctor. Now, he's just absolutely... He just used everyone's ears and the word rhyme to a disadvantage here. <laughs> he said it, it, it literally feels like a lifetime ago, but I still remember the shit like it was just yesterday, though. Lazy. Lazy. Yeah. It's poor, that, isn't it? Mm. And I think that's... You, you can use it in, in several ways, so... Let's hope Dr. Dre doesn't shane into this podcast. Oh, my God. He's sick. Because <laughs> <laughs> they say that the Eminem's... I'm not the biggest fan of Eminem music in terms of, like, what he releases. Yeah, have you seen that Chris D'Elia yeah. um, <laughs> impression of him? Yeah. The thing is with Eminem, <laughs> he's been told that, obviously, like... Because like, he uses... What they say is he only uses virtually three, three rhymes within his whole like within his, with his whole verse or bars so obviously his his palms are sweaty knees weak arms are heavy there's vomit on his sweater already mom's spaghetti so there's only in that there's the first rhymes are palms arms mom's the way he says it and the second is sweaty heavy already spaghetti and the third is knees weak so they're saying he's quite clever because he does only use those selective words it's only three rhymes in the whole I, bar I don't know if I've Imagine this, but I'm pretty sure he said that he studied the dictionary. He used to read the dictionary for, like, for words. Really? For words. Yeah. But that's why, because I mean, it is, they are poets, aren't they? Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah, they, and the story selling, the poets, it's the same for... But anything, yeah, like, so, uh, uh, for those of you who know me, you'll know that I'm a like, huge, you know, like Bowie fan and John Lennon and Bob Dylan. For me, like, Bob Dylan is, he's a, he's a poet. He is an absolute poet. We got indicted into the, like, he got recognised as actual poet in 1975. Really? Yeah. Because he said his um, his lyrics were never like it wasn't it wasn't the fact that his songs were that famous then it was it was he was a big artist but he he got he never asked to be recognised as a poet but no but like for me you can I've got, I've got a, actually I've got a Lou Reed book as well because Lou Reed's quite good but um, just of his just of his lyrics his basically book of poetry but then he did do poetry books separately just as an example um, one of his lyrics. Is uh, it goes? Yes, I wish. Yes, I wish that for just one time you could stand inside my shoes. You'd know what a, d- a drag it is to see you. And I just think that's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Oh. I can't remember what song it's from now, Christ. But it's written. It, it, he is for me like one of the greatest poets. And any modern ones, Alex Turner's like he is a fantastic lyricist, a fantastic poet. You take away the music, and you know it makes a lot of sense. You can read it as a poem. Yeah, like, like they're all. Yeah, it's just it, it is. If is it, if you rhyme, if you're telling a story, storytelling, isn't it? Mm. 
within a short version, within a short form. It's a short form of storytelling. But it's the, it's, the, um, it's the quality of the words that also evoke a response that almost goes beyond the words. Do you see what I mean by that? Like using um, uh, using certain amount of S's or T's or B and P sounds, the actual sounds of the words rather than the content yeah. has an effect on you as well. Does that make sense? Well, the whole, it's like anything else. Positively, 4th Street was the song, just remembered there. But... Um, the, the, the um, it's like anything. It's like books and going to a play, going to the theatre, listen to music, reading poetry. It's all supposed to have an emotional attachment, isn't it? Mm. So it's it's supposed to hit you like. And people, you know, fair play. People like different music. People like some people like poetry. Some people don't. But like that's the, that's the, the art and stuff. That's just what it's. It's a form of expression, isn't it? In the end, and it doesn't matter what you do. It's it's you express yourself in it. I think that's why. And if people connect to it as well. Yeah. That's why people connect to different ones because they have more of a connection with them people. Well, some one of the biggest. Well, connections I have with a poem is um, beans, beans, good for your heart. The more you eat, the more you fart. <laughs> I like that one, yeah. Do you know the rest of it? Is it? It, uh, it goes, is it, is it goes it, to keep them in a Tupperware eat. box. <laughs> keep them in a Tupperware. The more you eat, the more you'll have left over. The more you put them in a Tupperware box for safekeeping. <laughs> you went a bit jazzy at the end there. <laughs> Finn. You're never going to let, let, this, let this down, are you? I've let it go. I actually never brought it up in the first place. I mean, I never... Yeah, well, you know, you're a psychopath. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> It's Ben from What Day Is It? Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, look out for our future episodes. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at What Day Pod. Uh, and we've also got an email. It's whatdaypod at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, look out for all our updates on Instagram. And also you can f- uh, like us on Facebook now. Or what day is it? Share it with everyone. Obviously, more more listeners, more followers, the better. Yeah, and we, we can't wait to uh, do more episodes for you. Cheers, guys. Bye. <laughs>